0: Welcome to the Saturday Economist for Saturday the 26th of September 2020. This week we'll be looking at Rishi Sunak's statement that he can't save every job. Plus we'll look at what's happening in the US as Trump's team plans for his departure. Join us after this. I can't save every job, said Rishi Sunak this week. So just how many jobs will be lost? It was always going to be a difficult week. The Monday Warm-Up Act was Sir Patrick Vallance <clears throat> and Chris Whitty. The chief medical advisors were there to set the tone. The rate of COVID infections is increasing. And if the current level of infection doubles every seven days, there'll be 50,000 cases every day by mid-October. Continuance at the same rate, would mean over one million infections per day by mid-November. By Christmas, the whole population of the UK would have been infected. President Trump's concept of herd mentality, as he calls it, would have been achieved. It was left to Ed Conway on Sky News to point out that the current rate extrapolation would mean just 13,000 cases by the October hurdle rate, not the 50,000 as claimed. But detail did not really matter. The stage was set for the Prime Minister to deliver the news of further lockdown measures across the UK. Pubs and restaurants was closed by 10 p.m. Staff would be discouraged from returning to offices. Business conferences, exhibitions and large sporting events would not be reopening as planned. Face masks must be worn. No more than 15 can attend a wedding, but 30 may continue to attend a funeral. The measures were to last for six months. No reprieve for Christmas. London placed on the high-risk list Major Sadiq Khan warned that further lockdown measures could be imposed in the capital. The measures were a further blow to the hospitality and leisure sector and to an events business already on the floor. The handover team were readying the stage for the Chancellor to ride to the rescue. The planned budget was scrapped. Rishi Sunak was to announce his winter economic plan. Yes, the bleak mid-winter plan. Would the furlough scheme be extended as hoped? At a projected cost of 52 billion by the end of October, so what of a further 20 billion into Easter next year? Official figures on Friday would reveal that borrowing for the year to date had already reached 175 billion. The OBR forecast of 320 billion for the financial year was well within reach. The Chancellor's winter plan revealed further extension of the VAT cut for the hospitality sector to 5%. Generous cash flow provisions were added for VAT and loan repayments. The furlough scheme would come to an end as planned. The complex job support scheme would be introduced and at best it would appear the jobs crisis may be postponed to the end of January. I cannot save every business, I cannot save every job, warned the Chancellor. But sector specialists warned 1 million jobs lost in the hospitality sector and 300,000 in the events business. This was a week in which Lord Wilson had of next warned of hundreds of thousands of job losses in the retail sector as the online shift continued. The employment rate is set to rise to over 8% by the end of the year. The number of people out of work could rise to 3 million by Christmas. In reality, our forecasts for the current year haven't changed much, but our hopes remain for a positive bounce back next year. Join us for the second part of our podcasts this week after the break. Welcome to the Saturday Economist. Great updates on the UK and world economy from the Saturday Economist team. Welcome to part two of our podcast, Trump's team plans his departure. The president was asked at a press conference this week if he would commit to a peaceful transfer of power after the election. Trump declined to answer in the affirmative. No surprise, really. This would be an admission of defeat. Instead, the president managed a non-committal response and a complaint about the election process. Well, we're going to see what happens, he said. You know, I've been complaining very strongly about the ballots, and the ballots are a disaster. Get rid of the ballots, and you'll have a very peaceful transfer. In fact, there won't be a transfer, frankly, there'll just be a continuation. The ballots are out of control. So without the ballots, Trump thinks, there'll be four more years for Trump. President Trump refuses to commit to a peaceful transfer of power if he loses, but his team is already developing plans for that very outcome. According to Politico, one of the most organised and functional parts of the Trump White House is the West Wing office, planning the potential presidential transition. As the President rails against mail-in ballots and sleepy Joe Biden, Assistant to the President, Chris Little, has spent weeks mapping out the possible handover of power. Senior Republicans have offered reassurance. The winner of the November 3rd election will be inaugurated on January 20th, wrote Senator Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. There will be an orderly transition, just as has been every four years since 1792. So are the Republicans already preparing for defeat? The race to appoint a Conservative to the Supreme Court ahead of the election is evidence of concern. The move has angered many Democrats who believe a Supreme Court judge should not be nominated until after the November election. In 2016, Republicans didn't let President Obama fill the opening with his pick, but this year Senate Republicans are readying for confirmation hearings in two weeks' time, with a vote in the full chamber expected before Election Day. So what's the rush? if you're so sure you have a winner in the White House. Join us next week. We'll have more updates from The Saturday Economist Live.